Hey, what's up, everybody? We're back for another show. This is Justin Gatlin, the gold medalist here, and we're going to have a conversation today on our episode of Ready, Set, Go. I appreciate all the fans and all the love and all the haters. Y'all know what to do. Still click, still tune in. All right? Let's get it. Facts, facts, facts. What's going on, everybody? Uh, my name is Micah. I am Justin's cousin. First cousins, his dad and my mom, brother and sister. So we about to get into it and tell some of the stories. Maybe he doesn't want everybody to hear, but we're going to tell it anyway. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I am Paul Lawrence. Um, Justin's best friend. Uh, I guess since middle school, high school, whatever. But that's me, Paul Lawrence. All right. Um, we gonna. Uh, we also gonna give our aliases off the top right now. I'm Juice Bigelow. <laughs> What's that? Diddy. That's me. <laughs> uh, Micah. <laughs> Captain! <laughs> no, that's all right. I'm going to keep mine all, you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll tell y'all later why that is. <laughs> but I want to I start back, um, you know, this is the reason why we sit down. We never had the opportunity to talk about how our bond have, has come, you know? Um, through our friendship and, and what I mean by that, not just blood, you know, because you like my little brother, man. You know what I'm saying? And um, we grew up that way. So I want to have the audience and the viewers to understand where, you know, my tight-knit community lies and has and how each of you have helped contribute something to me to be the successful athlete I was and how we kept ourselves together. At times we got loose, times we, you know, we had a great time and times we had times where we had a period of we questioned our, our friendships at times, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think that journeys do that. It takes you away from people to help you bring you back at some point. And I kind of want us to dive into that, do all that, you know? Swan dive. <laughs> I'm be the jokester, so I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep it light. You going to be the jokester? I'm going to be the jokester today. You know that man right there is the jokester right there. No, man, you can't be the jokester because you the jokester and you know he the debater. Yeah. <laughs> listen, yeah, brother. Listen, brother. We might have to turn the cameras off and get some spawns, spawn sessions in or something. <laughs> That's usually how it is, man. Yeah, so, I mean, let's get into it. Um, Mike, you know, um, like I said, we grew up as brothers. Oh, man. You know, so moving to Pensacola for the first time, I was six. Man, that means, that means you're three, like three, three years, years behind old, me. I feel like I, I feel like the first time we met was at grandma's house. I just, I don't know. I felt like we was at grandma's. And then I just remember like at one point, the way my memory is like we bonded over Kid and Play. Okay. You know, yeah. so that rap group Kid and Play, that was us all day long. We watched the cartoons. We started doing the moves and everything, man. And after that, it was just like, it was a rap. He was like my big brother. I didn't have a brother, I had a sister. She's six years older than me. She wanted to hang out with her friends. So I was like. Shout out to Marika. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, I mean, we, we virtually did everything together like you would do as brothers. And I mean, so for me, uh, I've never seen you as like, the, when I see you as a runner, it's just funny to me. Like, not funny that you're capturing and you accomplish what you accomplish and everything that happened. But it's like, that's my brother. You know what I'm saying? I, don't, I, don't, I can't see you as anything other than that for me. Yeah. Um, you know, playing in the backyard, going back there in the woods, man. I, we don't have enough time for all the stories, but it just really runs deep. Being at the same church, my dad uh, was our pastor, um, Historic John the Baptist Church. We did church plays together, church trips together, sang in the choir together. I think that's where our real bond really connected because we were, even though we were family members, we didn't live close, close to each other where we can walk and get to each other every day. Yeah. But we made a bond from like Wednesdays and Sundays and, you know, and, and Saturdays 
going to church, my parents dropping me off. And then your games, so all them games, games. you play basketball games and stuff like that. They don't see. They he was don't a hoop know star, I, dog. They don't even know I was basketball. He's a runner. Player. He's a hoop star. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Yo. we we had some good times. You know what I mean? Watching Fact. you, Michael was. I don't remember if you remember. Michael was shorter than this, like way shorter. Michael taller than us now, but Michael was like short, like Carl, cousin Carlton short. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? And he like over over a summer, he just grew. I'm just let y'all know right now. I'm the jit of the group, right? I was the one. I was the tag along, and it took me a while to like graduate. So we'll talk about that later. But like, I was always <laughs> like aspiring. I was the young guy, like out of everybody. So yeah, so I was always just man. Everything that he did, I wanted to do. Yeah, some of it, not everything. And Paul, you know, we uh, we met later on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we knew of each other, but we didn't really officially become friends until high school. Right. But right. we knew each other in middle school. Well, I knew more of your back than I did your front, meaning right, like right. when we used to race, you used to kick my ass all the time. <laughs> so, right. It, right. hey, if anybody, if anybody had the most swag, <laughs> the most confidence, and was just out there just running with no, with no real care and super talent, it was this man right here. <laughs> he would come to the tell track. Him about, tell him about it, Paul. <laughs> he would come to the track. He'd have a girl under this arm and a girl under this arm. And walk out there like, yeah. Y'all thought y'all about to win this race? I already won it. it I ran easy. into the future and won this race already. Then. It was easy. Um, yeah, that was like, um, think of hard working that way and talent. It, it just it was such a ride. You know, um, our stories are different. Um, you were a different side of me. Um, I was the you know talent most talented, um, the most potential. But you know, it just. You know, I don't consider many people friends. I got a lot of homeboys, but um, friends, man, I think you and a couple other people I consider friends. You know, it just, you were the better side of me on things. Um, Micah also, man, it was, it, I, I'm, you know, just emotions going through my head right now all the way through the Tennessee days, the Woodham days, yeah. the professional athlete days, the band, the, the, you know, the comeback story. It's just so much we can tear into this story. I mean, this is your story, but I mean, this is a story inside of a story, inside of a story, inside of a story, man. And people well, I mean, would never understand. They can never do justice. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what it really is, though. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of the audience always gets just the, the surface story. Right, And they, right. Get to, they get to meet a couple of temporary or characters as the story goes on. Like, oh, that was his dad. Oh, that was his best friend. But right, like, right. who were they? And right. that's what we're trying to tackle today. But getting back to it, um, why I said I always... Um, <laughs> saw more of your back than your front is because you was winning all the time, bro. Yeah. Like you was winning everything. Like yeah. every hundred, every hundred back then was hundred yards. I'm dating us right now. I'm dating, huh? Y'all did hundred and two hundred. No, he did the hundred. Yeah. And, I don't, you did the two hundred too back then. Yeah, I was there. He was doing a hundred, two hundred. He was doing long jump, right? Yeah. So I thought you, I thought you did long jump with spoon. Remember Jabari? I thought y'all did long jump too. We did, oh, but okay. it, was, we, it wasn't close to mine. It was just something yeah, exactly different. like uh, different. Yeah, if, if, what, what? Hold up, you went to Scambia first. You went. Um, elementary? I mean, no, no, middle school? Warrington. That was at Warrington. I Warrington, never yeah. Warrington. Yeah, was yeah so when you ran yeah. in middle school, you ran at Warrington. Yeah, I ran at Warrington. Okay, yeah. so. Oh. You were at Fairy Pass. <laughs> I was at Fairy Pass, yeah. but he'd be out there, man, just cutting up. Cutting up, dog. If he if Warrington showed up to the to the meet, it was yeah. like, all right, who getting second? Speaking of Fairy Pass, let me tell a story, Paul, for the cause right here. The funny part is, right, uh, Coach Stanton. <laughs> 
was the coach at Ferry Pass, right? And Juice was running whatever. I made the mistake of telling Coach Stanton one day in PE that I was Justin Gallon's cousin, right? <laughs> and he could run, like, so I came out for track, you know, I'm, I'm gonna try, oh man, yeah, 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 yeah you, you can run track, we gonna put you out here. First thing I ran, I didn't know nothing about track, I ran a 200, bro. I'm thinking I can get out, and what's the lane? Lane eight, I didn't understand staggers. I'm like, I'm finna beat these fools, I'm, I'm way out past them. <laughs> Right. I turned around the first field, boom, took off, brother. I'm, I'm jumping, ah, about half, not even halfway through, but I'm seeing everybody's back of the head, man. Coach Stanton was like, he stood there, he's like, man, son, we're going to put you on the mile. <laughs> it was over after that, bro. I ain't, ain't want to do it. I knew that that was not my thing, bro. I was not going to get out there before school. We had to be out there like 6.30 in the morning. I'm like, hell Hold nah. it, So did you run the mile? Hell no, nah, I didn't even go to a meet. <laughs> I went to like I went to like two practices, bro, and that was it. I was like, "That's not for me, man." Everybody thought that I it was, that was the only time that anybody ever thought that I was gonna be anything close to you in in, in sports wise. Like, man, nah, you played, you loved basketball when you was younger for I sure. A little bit, but you nah, know, man, uh, yeah. but you but you got the voice though, man. You the singer. Yeah. You was the singer of the family. Yeah. The, that whole side of the family. Uh, that, you know that that ended up being my thing. I'm glad because I really did love sports. But you know, you come to a reckoning after you get to a certain age, man. That you know things work out for everybody in a certain way, which is crazy for you because back in the day, like we talking about roots, roots. This man was slow in everything he did. This man did not want to take out the trash fast, dog. <laughs> Uncle Frank, you about to be like, throw a shoe at him, man. He's like, I thought I told you to take out the trash. You remember that? I, you remember that day? We were sitting down there Listen, watching. brother. This man was sitting down there watching cartoons or something. Uncle Frankie told him to take the trash out like three times, dog. And then the last time, I thought I told you to take the trash out. Man, I am taking the trash out. You ain't moving fast enough. Man, like, fast he, said, he said something. Unc took off that Stacey Adams sandal that you do barbecuing with. <laughs> boom, boom, threw it at the He took off that Premier Jesus slipper. And you know the door, you know the doors. <laughs> you know that door on the, the side. The doors are made like a, all that hard aluminum. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it makes that thong, that hollow sound. <laughs> Bro, he threw that shoe so hard at my uh, head. Yeah, like so. George Bush when he got the shoe hey, thrown out. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even remember ducking. I just went like Listen, this. And it hit the, it just hit the door and made a right. dong sound. Nah, I was laughing, bro. He was always so slow. Like, that's what I said. This whole thing is like a dream still. Because as just growing up, that was just not, that wasn't your thing. You know how you got a lot of kids that are like AAU track or you know what they're they're really good at in elementary school. But it just says a lot about, you know, um, the stories now. You know, we're, we're so tough on kids about this and that and, you know, um, or you're so talented that, you know, people think it's just going to happen for you. You know, and that, that, that's kind of his story. I mean, everything that he got, it wasn't given. You know, it was hard work for because I remember he wasn't the fastest. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he worked for everything he got. I mean, I remember um, a lot of adversity, man. I remember, um, you know, just times and, and I just didn't think he had a lot of fire in him. You know what I'm saying? Just to be honest with you, dude, I just never really told you. I just knew you. I knew you were, I knew you were more talented than me in high school. I just didn't think you were... You know, you know, you weren't having a fire. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. I think I finally told him at Tennessee mm -hmm. um, when um, he was like Leonard Scott was just beating. Me. I was at Miles College over in Birmingham. Shout out to the um, Miles College HBCU Golden Bears. Um, so yeah, and I told him, you know, Leonard Scott was beating him, and I know he wasn't faster than him. You know, so I think I called you or emailed you or something. <laughs> we were still plugging in the Ethernet cores then. Oh, Lord. You know, back in 2000. Yeah, yeah. So, dear, <laughs> dear Juice. You got mail. <laughs> so, Get you know, um, I would see the stats online and Leonard Scott, Justin Gatlin, Leonard Scott, Justin Gatlin. And I know for sure if he couldn't beat him in 100, he definitely could beat Leonard in the two. Nothing against Leonard Scott, man. He's a phenomenal athlete. Mm -hmm. You know, but um, Tennessee got to steal with him, man. And I called him. I told him, man, you have to get tougher, man. You have to, you know, be, 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 be the leader. Mm -hmm. You know, there's nothing to get. Tracks a team sport, yeah. so it doesn't matter who gets first. 
It's about the point system. And I, and I think um, the conversation we had about, um, I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Um, so I think just putting more fire into you, man. I think we all needed that, man. You know, people see the the end result of you, but don't know what it what, what built up oh, to man. it. You know? Yeah. It, just, sure. it really felt like it came out of nowhere, though, bro. Like, I, for me, it felt like it came out of nowhere. Like, when you play sports in high school, it's all fun. Y'all joking. So I used to go with Uncle Frank. We used to have this thing called the Meet of Champions in uh, in Mobile. That was where, like, Casey Combest uh, ran at, like, Fat 9-9. Nine, nine. I, I learned about track by just watching you guys. But y'all would eat hot dogs and hamburgers and like be laying out talking to girls and coach be like, hey, like five minutes, y'all run from eating, it'd be like finish it, drink your soda and line up. And y'all was running fast, man. Yeah. Like as yeah. an outsider, not like a sports guy watching, man, these guys in high school was like, it was it was careless running, man. Y'all just, y'all were having fun, man. It was, yeah. it was swag before swag. I think we've always seen a potential, but it's just building on that. You know what I'm saying? We always knew he was the fastest, but of course we didn't need the points because he hurdled. You know, like I said, it's a point system. So I got a question for you, Paul. What what connected you to me? Like, as we got to high school, you know what I mean? Like, you not only were you the most talented, mm -hmm. but you also were super popular, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying I was, like, not popular at all. <laughs> all right, but the right. fact is, like, you commanded the attention. Everyone knew who Paul Lawrence was. You right. know what I mean? So what drew you to me that we started hanging out more? I think um, I was more of an introvert than people didn't know. In the sense of, you know, right, even to this day, people see me, oh, Paul, you still fast. I don't like that attention. And when I found, you know, friends that treated me like a person, you know, I think I gravitated to them more versus somebody treating me like, you know, a fan or, you know, like I'm going to be some crazy athlete someday. Yeah. You know, in my mind, I never wanted that. You know, really? because I got, yeah, because I always got that kind of attention, man. And I, I didn't like what it brought. You know what I'm saying? I would never it put like that. a different kind of like yeah pressure I, or something. Or yeah, anxiety, a different kind of yeah. pressure. So you know we're kids. So then you want friends. Yeah. You know you don't want fans. You want friends. So <laughs> yeah. I kind of that's anybody that you know treated me like that or people that were like of like me. You know you got the um, Mario Purefoy, um, um, Demarcus Blunt, just the names from you know Pensacola that you know guys I felt comfortable around. Man, you know I got you. Yeah. yeah so just from my um, team standpoint. Yeah, that's crazy though, man. I never thought that about you, dog. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, when you know Paul in the building, brother. <laughs> so like now, so like to see y'all like again, man, from those early days, since we like really capturing those early days, man, that's that's just the crazy part of us us getting to this point and everything that happened after, man, because y'all just commanded it. Y'all remember when Juice had that white geo, brother? Oh god. And you had yeah, to put those, you put them tins in that was it the white geo, baby? White wow. geo was moving. There weren't even tins. You talking about what in the back in the trunk? No, you had you had the speakers, dog. Like you well, first of all. <laughs> The white geo was definitely an experiment on wheels. <laughs> but I, I would take I would take that uh the tins that I got out of Walmart, right? Yeah. Put it in the back. I didn't have no cord to run it. So then I had to use house speaker cord. Oh Lord. <laughs> so I would take house speaker cord and I'll wrap it around the, the speaker and I'll run somehow I had a guy run that speaker cord from the back of the trunk all the way through the car. To get to the engine, dog. I had no idea. It was it was taking. Look into the battery. Or yeah, it was getting to the battery. Oh. <laughs> so like, so, so your battery is going dead like every. Yeah, my battery was going dead like every like every three days or something oh, like God, that. Man. So I, was was that the Thunderbird? Was that first or second? No, no that was the second. Thunderbird. Was the second car. The Geo was first. Right. Then, the, um, then I had a, a a Chrysler Concorde, the black one. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then I had then oh, I, I came with that. the uh, the Cougar. The Cougar. <laughs> the Cougar. The Tennessee the Cougar. The Cougar. The Maroon like Cougar. Cougar. Yeah. yeah. The Maroon yeah. Cougar. That's Tennessee man. That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Hey, I thought I was the baddest thing out there, but first of all, I had real rims because on the Geo, those are hubcaps. The hubcaps were shiny hubcaps. They weren't even rims on the Geo. Okay. <laughs> so 
I would go to Walmart again. That's my plug place. Right. Get my little shiny hubcaps, put them on the Geo. Thought I, was, thought I was bad. One day I pulled up to school, and you know how them high curbs at school? I pulled up to school, and I pulled too close to the curb. And because they, they plastic, so they made that... <laughs> Everybody died laughing that Since day. Bro. Everybody died. Boys laughing. in the days. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, man, I was, was like, crazy. it was definitely upgraded going into that maroon cougar boy. Yeah, right. It smelled like incense all the time. I don't even know why it smelled like incense all the time. Uh, I was just glad not to be walking, bro. <laughs> we used to get dropped off at the mall, man, and get picked back up. I was just glad. I don't care what you was in. Geo, Neo, Shio. I was just glad we weren't walking, brother. Or we have to wait. <laughs> You sure. glad you glad we had that murder tent so nobody can see you in that damn horrible ass car. <laughs> Talking about the Honda? All of them. All of them. Yeah, we had, we had remember the Cadillac car. though. Woo. The white one? Woo. Good lord. <laughs> the 89 yeah. run, bro. It got hey, us look. to and fro, dog. Look, Micah had the white Cadillac, but he hit the corner. You see the hood up, boy. You see the whole car. It's like, like you know, the cartoons, they turn the corner right. and the car real long. Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, Paul had me everywhere, bro, in that car. Ten yard, up, down, hey, downtown. We was, I don't we know why Micah always had like 10 umbrellas in that fucking car, man. I, <laughs> like, hey, you know, you got umbrellas man. from, man. You know what I'm saying? Rain, like bro. Bibles and umbrellas. <laughs> we got a little one. We got a big one. I'm going to put out a gospel album and call it Bibles and Umbrellas. Bibles and Cadillac coming through. <laughs> dog, man, yeah, I had some cars, doggy. Yeah, man. Oh, Great boy. times, dog. Great times, though, man. It all builds up everything, man. Yeah, man, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I'm telling you, man, like, we're getting into it, but, man, I mean, we had some conversations, dude, about you, dude, that you never knew about, you know? And I think that, um, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but, I mean, I know they can edit this, but, dude, it's like, we had to do that. I mean, mm -hmm. you had pressure from, and, you know, social media wasn't so prevalent back then, you know, so it was coming around. You yeah. know, so we didn't know whether you knew the things they were saying about you. I knew the things they were saying about you, but we kind of never really discussed it. So in a situation of, I get some pressure from you, and you know, to for us to, to remain friends, I would have to go vent to him. Yep. Yeah. You know, and I think yeah. that was important for me and him to bounce things off of each other to, to stay, you know, strong for you. But I, I think the thing that I appreciated though, man, is because like I was, I was sad, man. When you went to Tennessee, I'm happy that you going to school, man. But it's like my brother's gone. But you made sure that Paul stepped in and filled that role. And that's how him and I got close yeah. when you went to Tennessee. And so as we developed that relationship, man, we just talked more often and go places and do things. Like, like to piggyback off of him, it was real, man. I think I think it started, the first time it started, man, was the two-year ban. I'll never forget, I was at school, actually. My dad was teaching in Washington and... Some kids came up to me and was like, yeah, man, uh, what's, up with, what's up with your boy? What's up with, you know, how they do, you know, people, people gonna applaud you when you're going good and as soon as something go bad, I was like, yeah. what are you talking about? And it was on the, it was in the newspaper and I was like, I rushed and I ran to my dad. I was like, what's going on, man? It's like, I think that was like the precursor of us having conversations because I was mad. I want to fight, yeah. fight them jokers, yeah. dog. I'm trying my best to, you know, keep my, you know, my words, but like that just, it threw me. Cause like you I say, say what you want to say, I mean, say, it, just, it just threw me, bro, because there's so many people that try so hard, brother. And I knew, I knew you were taking medicine. I, I knew you were, you were taking it for your attention deficit. I had no idea how, how that worked. I just, I just saw the headline and freaked out, bro. And I think I, I talked to Paul about it, whatever, we just trying to figure it out. But like, that was the first thing that really rocked me because you were just on such a path. You know, when people yeah. get on a path and this is like, it just comes to a screeching halt like that. So I say that to say when four year came around and then when people were 
were calling it like, oh, do uh, he's double doper. He's a double doper. It's like, y'all don't even understand the story because you don't live with the man. I saw how hard it was for you to focus and concentrate, man. Yeah, and I, mean, I saw what happened when you used the medicine and it, it, it enabled you to hone in and make grades and make better grades and stuff. And you want to get ahead of people. And I've had to learn, you don't respond to the bots. You don't, and, and bots before bots were just people who you don't know talking shit. Excuse right. my language, I'm gonna say what I say. Like, and I just had to learn how to just be cool. I think that as your star rose, I learned how to talk to Paul and just be cool and not to respond. But that just made me, that made me so angry because they were calling you a double doper and everything that happened transpired because of, of that that happened. And yeah, that was a tough time. I, I, I think that, you know, that, um, you know, we, we see it here today and everything is fine. But I think that what you didn't understand, you were suffering so bad, you didn't understand we were suffering too. I didn't. You know? I didn't understand that. Um, I mean, as simple as said, I mean... Hurt people hurt people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and I was so hurt inside um, that I didn't want to show y'all how hurt I was. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I tend to push people away mm. and alienate myself when I go through situations like that. So with that, when it happened, I was just like. Talking about the first times? Any of the times, bro. Time. Any All of right. the times. Right. You know, especially the, the second time because I felt like it was. It was such a, a blow to me, you know what I'm saying? And then I wasn't realizing for a long time how how much y'all loved me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like not just like associates or just family members, but like real friends. And um I didn't I think one night I was just thinking to myself, I was like, I was like, damn, they really out here having to defend my name, yeah. having to defend my honor. You know what I mean? And like probably Losing sleep and losing friends and, and the process because of it, you know? Yeah. And um, I'm, out here, I'm out here treating them like shit, bro. I'm out here, you know, talking any type of way or, 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 or disrespecting them as men. And I apologize to y'all for that because that wasn't necessary. And um, y'all didn't, didn't need that because if anything, y'all were, were my front wall. Right. You know what I mean? And I didn't recognize that. So I apologize to both of y'all for that, man. Yeah, I think we have a better understanding of it now, um, you know, with social media, because you wouldn't understand, like, the rumors, the lies, the off-the-wall rumors. It's just, you, it's just not even worth talking about or even trying to defend or even bringing them to you for that, for that matter. Um, you know, the people ask me, do you think he did it? You know, and, you know, I'm not in a room with you to say, hey, he didn't do it, but I can say I can't tell you what a man would do, but I know him and he wouldn't do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same, same. So same. at the end of the day, man, you know, it's, it's a situation of I have a better understanding of it now because anybody with one of these with a microphone has a point. And, and that's what that's where the world is going these days. That's the that's the blessing and the curse about social media. Everybody has a freaking platform and I fucking hate it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I think one of the things is you never wanted to say to us how hurt you were. So when I hear the story about you talking about wrapping your car around a tree or whatever and wondering if anybody cared, bro. I, those things made me, made me really emotional because I never knew how bad it was hurting you. And I never wanted you to know how bad it was hurting me. And I think Paul's the same way, man. But I, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I cried thinking about it because I just know how hard you work. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, I, I think all of us were trying to be strong for each other. Like nobody wanted to be in the room and, and, and be, uh, you know, for everybody out there, nobody wanted to be the ones to be super emotional. When we hung out with you, when you were gaining weight, I'd be in my head be like, damn, that nigga getting fat. 
I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna say it. You know what I'm saying? For like, man, like, <laughs> we were going out every night, and the other thing about it was like the carry-ons, man. The people who would come out and just want to still be around you for like who you are, and they didn't stop to think about what you were going through. It was just party, 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 hanging out, going out to Seville, had the Jaeger bombs. I mean, we were doing like every night. And I, at that point, I'm not going to say where, but you know, I was doing my job, my professional job. I'm like, man, this is just like, I just wanted to be around you just to make sure you're okay. And I never said it, yeah. but I think like playing rock band, playing uh, the track game, like it, you never talked about it. I knew that if you talked about it, I would talk about it. If you brought it up. We bring it up, but you like almost never brought it up to us, bro. Uh, I don't know if Paul's the same way, but like he never. Yeah, th 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 this whole band, this doping thing, man, it was something that I didn't know the seriousness of it. You know, um, because I've heard it before, but you know, to to know the seriousness of the situation, I didn't know that it could, you know, potentially cost you your career and everything that you work for. Um, the thing with me, man, is just you know the way people turn their back. You know, yeah. not just in your situation, just athletes. Period. I think we still have to focus on more, so not just track and field. Basketball, um, you know, um, football, just all sports, man, of the mental side of the athlete. You know, I wake up, do I feel like running today? You know, you get up and you read something about a blog and it goes from a doping case to talking about your kids or your mom or something. Like, where do we go with this stuff, man? And it's just like, I think that's what hurt me the most, that people were intentionally trying to hurt you or hurt these professional athletes, man, when you guys are people too. Understanding that if you don't know a professional athlete personally, you think they're built to fucking steal. Yeah. It, I mean, it's true. I think that... Me going through that whole dark phase um, made me more of a recluse. Like I felt like I had to like build a wall around me, even when I was amongst people who I knew or knew from the past, I still kept the distance. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because I, I encounter everything. I encounter people like you saying that I thought that were on my side who were not, you know what I mean? Uh, who were acting like they were still on my side who were not, you know? Um, and I think that's one reason why I acquired those other group of people when I moved back home is because they never asked questions and they just wanted to drink and have fun. And I was hurting inside and all I wanted to do was keep drinking and just like drink the pain away and just have fun. You know what I mean? I think for me, it was, it was embarrassing to be me. And then it was more embarrassing to be around people who cared about me because I see how y'all looked when I lost races. Y'all hurt for me. You know what I mean? So imagine me being around y'all when I took a blow like that to my life. It was hard for me to be around you guys. Right, right. And I think that's why I distanced myself a lot. Right. And we, I, talk, we talked about you, though, brother. I'll tell you. I mean, I know you did. <laughs> we talk cash listen, money. Bro, we talk listen. cash money, brother. Listen. Me and Paul be on the phone going ham on you, Listen, bro. It would be times I hand the phone from one of y'all and be like, oh, the motherfucker about to talk about me, dog. <laughs> damn right. You know like, I'm like, boy, I know I'm acting a fucking fool, dog. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, who is this person? Like, are you know him? I don't know I, I, I think I think it's a situation of displacement. Um, and I get that now. You know, you're dealing with Paul. You're dealing with Micah. And you're Justin. But then when I'm Justin Gatlin... You know, um, fastest man in the world. I have to go encounter the LeBron James. I have to walk in the, um, the Olympic parade. I have to, um, you know, do these podcasts. And, you know, I've seen you in a picture with Vivica Fox. Um, Raise you saying about the pressure. And I think we're getting that as a displacement. You know, people that don't know what displacement is, is, you know, where the, um, the dad come on, get mad at work. He um, says something crazy to the mom. The mom goes say something crazy to the, the kid. The kid go kick the cat, you know. And that's the situation. You know, I get it. You know, it's displacement, yeah. you know, and... I think that's what happened. So I understand it more now. So 
most of the time throughout my career, I never really told y'all, like, it was never a, a joyous thing, right? Because. Facts. Remember. You facts, know what I mean? Facts, like, the facts. thing is, I was winning a lot. So with that, my target got bigger. And with the target getting bigger and then going through everything I went through, now I had two targets on my back. Now it was beat my ass on the track and then assassinate my character in the, in the paper. Yeah, so that, I feel like I was fighting on both sides. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and that's why I ended up making y'all kick the cat. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but you know, I, I feel like the, you do, for me, like even going back to me when I was a kid, I feel like the camera never turned off. You know, no. look at these NFL guys right now. You want to get them for targeting, doing this, doing this. They want to be this big barbaric animal on the football field and go knock the shit out of somebody. But then you want to be shake a kid head on Monday. You know, it's it's yeah. hard to go back and forth when you I, when you're in the zone. You know, I think it's a, to me it was the, the the times I had fun were actually when we had stories to share. Right. We had right. fun times together. You know what I mean? Because I was able to connect two worlds. I was able to connect Justin to Justin Gatlin. You know, I didn't have those times and moments where I can just be Justin, but in the world of Justin Gatlin. Right, right. You know? Mm -hmm. So going to the Super Bowl when we all oh, hang out at the Super Bowl oh, and first stuff. First of all, like, I'm going to pause right here <laughs> because I did not make it to that Super Bowl. And I had to hear every story. I don't know what happened, oh, brother, but I'm Lord. salty. I am so salty. Uncle Jerome, uh, goddamn um, who everybody was there except me. I don't Adrian, know what happened. Big A. Adrian, Big A was there. Everybody was at the Super Bowl. Let's, let, let, let's just say I'm glad social media wasn't real bad. Real, out real I bad. I know. Then. That's what I'm God. trying to say, man. I was like, why did I not get to go to the Super Bowl, brother? Like that's just one of my stories. I'm a, throughout. I'm just gonna say it was like I'm a forehand magazine about, story. What? Huh? Yeah, it was. It, I'm yeah, not, I'm, I'm not gonna put out who what athletes. I'm, a, Sister, I'm salty, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had a great time, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah we had a great time. I'm salty. I know my, my, my night ended in somebody drive through with my head out the window, like, <laughs> throwing up. <laughs> oh, man. I, I didn't oh, know what projectile man. vomit was. <laughs> I just think, I think that for me, I always wanted to be around you more in those moments, not to just be in the limelight and just to be like, hey, I'm Justin Gatlin's cousin. You know, like, I'm Sharon Stone's cousin, like the movie. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, Where you yeah. just name drop so you get clout. Because there's a lot of guys that are around athletes and whatnot, and they just drop their name for their own clout. I think I wanted to be around you. I know Paul did, man, to like help you watch out for like the vipers and the snakes, bro. Because we could just see the people who didn't know you and to see them around you. And like, I don't want to say it right now because it might cause an argument. I know he's going through a lot of stuff, but I think we just wanted to like be your shield a little bit more, man. You know what I'm saying? And like yeah. be able to see that and be like, even if you ain't, you ain't going to listen. The two of us have always kept it real with you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, we 100%. tell you things that maybe somebody else might be scared to say because you're Justin Gatlin. It's juice. You know? And yeah. I, I think that that was the only, that was the only thing, man, because I didn't know, you know, certain times what you're going through. And, and, let, me, let, me, let me ask you something. And I know that um, sometimes they can't. You know, who reached out? Um, you know, famous people, other athletes, actors, who, who reached out? You know, who you felt like stood and walked that walk for you or with you? There were, there were some that reached out. Um, I remember uh, later on, it wasn't like in the beginning, because you remember like when everything happened, like in 06, <laughs> that shit was like hot dog shit. <laughs> All right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Ain't, ain't nobody want to touch that shit. Yeah, I understand. Get around yeah, it. But I think after a while, when I, more when I came back mm. and started kind of like that rise again, like... I would see that support, you know what I'm saying? But through those times, outside of this right here, Duke. And that's why Duke is one of my one of my good friends because 
He had no dog in the fight, bro. Right, right. Literally, I met him in 05, mm -hmm. and this shit happened in 06. So he really didn't have a whole year to even know who I was. Right. But right. I think that he recognized Justin, like as we know, in the, in the environment where Justin Gatlin should have been. And he was calling me like every other day to make sure I was cool. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but, but yeah, man, it was, it, was some, it was some hard times for me. I felt alone even though I, I knew I wasn't alone and I right. should have use y'all to lean on, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's cool, oh, but you know, like, we're from a small city, I don't know who's gonna watch this, but we're from a small city, and man, I- um... The world, Paul. <laughs> the world gonna watch this. The world, okay. It's well, going, this this stuff right here is going back to be edited oh in gosh. Canada. Right, uh, so we we um we come from a small city, a lot of athletes, man, but I think a lot of people scared to touch it, but a lot of, you know, me being who I am and knowing you, I met a lot of people, me being a show promoter before I met a lot of star, stars, I wasn't really starstruck about a lot, but a lot of local, Athletes, they you know they sent the message through. You know, I think that when you have like this, this 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 persona as an athlete, you don't want to be the guy to make the call sometimes. You know, but Roy Jones, he reached out. You know, he he talked to me, sent word to you, things like that. A couple of athletes from Pensacola, man. Um, you know, I think the hometown always kept the love. I did, absolutely. Same thing with Roy did, Jones, yeah. man. I mean, yeah. You know, Roy, that's our guy, man. No matter what. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And yeah. you know, at the end of the day, when you lose, it doesn't make you um not the best. You know, it's just a situation of you lose, you lost, you probably lost what made you great, you know? Yeah. But um, so I say that with, with Roy, man, with you, man, I love our hometown guys. I just want to throw that in there, man. I love my city, man, and the guys that's from you there, do, man. We do, bro. We do, and we do too. You know what I mean? Like, we got, we got a whole lot. We were just talking about the, the other day <laughs> when we were eating seafood about just how many athletes, you know what I'm saying? We don't get, have to get into it, but it's, I mean, it's like, it's interesting with a small I'm gonna city. I'm going to get into it. <laughs> with, a small, with a small city like this to it's have right that now. many great, you know, people, yeah. but, you know, um, so you know the thing about it though is what I love, man, is that the story didn't end there, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we didn't know at the time. I'm like, man, this man might never run track again. Like, what is he gonna do? He's an artist. For those people who don't know, this man can draw his freaking butt off. Like, I don't know why he ain't put anything out there, but maybe that's in the in the future. But this man was like, like Picasso esque. Like, had the whole daggone tripod and everything, winning awards and stuff at county fairs and whatnot. Like, his art was was everything. So I'm thinking in my head, man, what is he? What else does he do after this? The fact that what four years had passed, but yeah. but the one thing you never stopped being on the track though. Like we would go to pencil court, and you would just still like run your laps every now and then. Like you never really got like you got bigger, but I don't ever think you got like out of shape. I mean, you can tell me, yeah, but I, mean, I, I'm I, look, I look more like a chunky running back. I'm gonna tell you this, bro. Um, nothing I never told you. I'm a track and field fan. So when you run around against boat, I was a boat fan. <laughs> Seriously, you know what Jeez, I, you don't think I knew that? You, <laughs> you know, we would go out to the club and you'd be wearing fucking Jamaican uh, hats and Jamaican, Jamaican belt buckles. Hey, man, hey, Jamaican, Jamaican shirts and shit. Jam like, rock, I, think, man, I guess he just know, loves the color I, green I, I, and I'm black. Not, I'm a fan. With an accent, man, with an accent man. of gold. It's fine. I, 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 have to I have to tell you that, dude. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, so I think- everything that we wearing, a I think we got to start being real with ourselves. I'm definitely an American. I always want the American to yeah, win, yeah. but I mean, I'm also a track and field fan. So from that standpoint, I was a track and field fan. If you was on the boat with track, I want you to kick. If you was on the track with boat, I want you to kick his ass. But if you wasn't there, I was rooting for boat, man. I get you. You know, but he also defended you. You know, I think he was the world championships. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got yeah. a lot of respect for him. Be yeah, defended yeah. you in this situation. That's you know, the man yeah, did his time or whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But um, I, I got a lot of respect for that guy about that. Asafa, not so much, but you know, just <laughs> boat was good for the sport. Yeah. 
You know, so it wasn't so much Jamaican. It was just boat was good for the sport. Yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 that's what I respect about him. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I mean, he commanded the attention. He uh he had a certain persona that was very rock star esque. Yeah, and yeah. that draws you, and yeah. that draws you in. You Definitely. a rock star kind of dude. You know what I'm saying? So to see that and see how uh, one person can can command almost a whole stadium. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just by a gesture, like. That is, that it's intoxicating to watch at times. Right. You know and I mean? as a cousin, I was always like, it wouldn't be the same if Juice was here. That was always, me. you know what I mean? That guy, oh, Juice wasn't here in 2008. What was it, 2008? Because we won in 2004. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it'd have yeah, been yeah. a different yeah. story in 2008, bro. So yeah. that's always me. I'm going to have an asterisk by it. You know, you that, wasn't that, there. That, that's, that's one guy I always wanted to meet. I didn't get a chance to meet him. I met a lot of people through you, but I didn't get a chance to meet him. Look, man, we're, we're, we're going to keep it on the bucket list. Right. Ne right. Never Most say death. never. Most yeah. And like I said, man, you know, going backwards a little bit, man, when, you know, I've never seen a million dollars. But I, you know, I heard about it when he signed the contract. Right. <laughs> yeah, man, I remember. Out of Tennessee, that? right? Soft, just sophomore year. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not gonna talk about how much it was. I know it was over a million, though. <laughs> I remember hearing that. I'm like, I, I, I leaned over, I was like, how much is? It? <laughs> <laughs> My so I was like, how much is on the table, bro? Like, that's crazy, man. Yeah. I remember being there in the kitchen where we played and did all of these things when that contract and Tim and all them guys were there. I was like, I just didn't understand the bigness of it. But I'm like, man, I still got that picture, man, hanging on the wall. The Wheaties yeah, box, crazy. man. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. surreal. Yeah, you know the, the weed. Is, is that crazy to y'all? Like to see Still all that? Crazy, yeah, the beer didn't make that much money for running. You know, I just didn't. It nah, never did connect you, the dots. You know what I'm saying? When Juice and uh, and Sean was on that uh, the TV show. Um, yeah, I remember a couple. Of, <laughs> what show was that? It was the uh, sisters, girl, girl for sisters, or something. Sisters, yeah, that was yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. moments. I was like, why you didn't take me with me? You know, I was like, <laughs> again, one of the moments, man. Well, but you went. You went on a trip though. Which one did I go on? Man, come on now. You, oh, you yeah. got that drunk you don't remember? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we had a good time. <laughs> yes, I'm saying I just met in the best room. <laughs> so, so just um, understanding all that, man, it's, um, it, it's a whirlwind and we go on and on and on to talk about it, man. Because like I say, from the Tennessee days to the professional days. So how days, was that, man? though? From the Tennessee days, like, all right, so... Y'all remember when y'all heard that I won NCAA's? Yeah, yeah. The 100? Yeah, first, first time. I was there. First time. I was there. I think I was there. You was there Rouge? for LSU? Yeah, LSU. You was yeah, there for the Rouge. second yeah. one, uh -huh. yeah. The second one was uh, Baton Rouge. The first one, it kind of caught us off guard. It caught me off guard because nah. it changed you to a sprinter. And all of a sudden, because I mean, you sprint a little bit in, in high school, but like to really like, I was like double, like 100 but, but and 200. It, but it didn't, like, it didn't surprise me, man, because like I said, I seen you, we didn't let them sprint because we didn't need the points. Bro. You know, we could go one, two, three, but I go one, two, three and go Paul one, two. I knew I could sprint. Go, yeah. I knew he, he, I know. he could roll, dude. He could roll. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We got, we knew that. Um, I, went, I remember going to see you run at, uh, in Baton Rouge at LSU, bro. You could have drove a freaking 18-wheeler through the, through the deficit of 200. I'm going to tell you something that we all wanted you to do that you don't want to do, and you know what it is. Run the fucking Ford. Right. Why do you want me to run the right. Why because do you want me to run the Murder the Ford, man. You wouldn't murder the now, Ford. Now, Uncle Jerome says that all the time. You, 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 you always ran as fast as you had to. You think so? Yeah, nice. I think so, definitely. And, and I, think, I still think, I won't say why, but I still think you could have doubled up in the Olympics in the 200. I think you came off the gas. You think so? I think so. I know so, but <laughs> but I think you came we did talk gas, about you know that. Like, but but I, but I think that nothing That's against that. Sean, but Sean was your Sean was the reason you won. And I say that because in track and field, we don't understand you're only as good as your training partner. You know, so all the young athletes out there that don't want the competition, that don't want the guy next to them, and want to be quote unquote the guy, you're never going to be good. As the best, unless you have somebody that's gonna push you every day. Oh, of course, I mean, you know, and I think that's what the young guys don't understand these days. You have to have somebody that can beat your ass, or you know, somebody that's coming close to kicking your ass. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I mean, Sean, Sean was the uh, Sean was my wake up call mm -hmm. to to know that there was levels to this shit. Yeah. Like even inside the professional realm, like you were good, 
or you were good or you was great. You know what I mean? Right. And um, I think that I remember walking into the gym and watching Sean lift weights for the first time and massive chest, dog, just built, just different. Yeah. And he was over there inclining uh, 245 by himself. Iron, iron weights. Yeah, yeah. Cling, cling, cling. I was like, oh shit. I'm <laughs> welcome to, welcome welcome to the professional athletes, huh? <laughs> welcome to the real world. Welcome to the jungle, baby. <laughs> but I mean, like, I watched him over time, and I think that, I think what you saw where I wasn't as aggressive as you thought I, I needed to be, right. those were times where I was being more calculated. Right, right, like, I look right. at athletes and I figure out how to beat them. I figure out what their weaknesses was, and I try to capitalize on those weaknesses. And that and that's what took me from like, you know, eventually beating Leonard, and then also eventually being you know better than Sean to win the gold medal. In right, that. right. But I told him before we lined up when we was walking down the hallway to get ready for the two hundred, you know, because it's hard, man. It's hard being to win the medal, get the attention, and then like the pressures on your teammate now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But I told him straight up, I was like, "Hey, Doug, go ahead and get this gold medal." But they ain't gonna be handed to you. You right. gotta come get that shit. <laughs> right, you know what right, I mean? Right, right. I mean, he hauled ass. He did his thing. Yeah, he yeah. ran nineteen seven. I ain't never ran a nineteen seven. I only ran nineteen eight at that point in time. That was right. my PR. But right. that was it. Sean Crawford is his whole name. We didn't call his whole name. Want to give him that respect, man? Yeah. Sean Crawford, man. That was a hell of an athlete, man. Um, yeah. like I said, I was able to count a lot of people through you. You know, and um, I think though, I don't want to say I lived through you, man, but I mean, you know, you saying, you know, me as an athlete, I think I seen everything that I would have seen if I made it. You know, I, I think that was a connection for me, knowing you and knowing like your background, your upbringing. Um, you made me tougher. Yeah. You know what I mean? You brought that element for me, like to understand that it's okay to be brash. It's okay to be aggressive, you know, and you help stoke that fire, you know what I'm saying? And build it. So I was always able to lean back on that. Right, you know, right. for sure. And the coolest thing about it is, like, throughout this whole journey, because we talking about the roots and how we come up, but like every conversation, pretty much, I mean, uh, it's kind of unfiltered. But this is this is our conversation. No matter where you've gone, when we've come back to sitting, just the three of us, we gonna roast people. We gonna talk oh, about yeah. things. Oh, yeah, we gonna sure. we gonna chop it up. Like we have our own little like vocabulary and everything, man. This is our own language, our own planet, and nothing else matters. So even when you were going through the doping allegations and all of that, we come together, nothing else matters. When you came back and won world championships, you know, and shut everybody up, when we get back together, nothing else matters. When you beat Bolt, you know, on what was supposed to be his swan song and his celebration going out, we get back together, we're going to celebrate, but nothing else matters because it's just you, bro. It always just came back for us. It always just came back to you, man. And I think that's the that's the powerful part of this journey. You know, even if you're having this conversation and being able to talk about some things is that it always just comes back to us, man. And be a lot of people that can say they know you, you know, but I would say you know of him. We know him and most of y'all just know of him. And uh, man, we love you for that, bro. And that's that's what makes it, that's what makes this bond The fire kind of changed though. I, I, I'll be honest, man, because, you know, it was a situation of, me having fire and you, me think you need more fire early in your career. Mm -hmm. um, on your comeback, you know, I, I, it was, I was that guy like, look, I just want him to get on it. So when you lost the boat, I'm like, oh, he finished. Oh, he met him. All right, cool. I'm good with that. <laughs> I was good with that. Yeah. I was satisfied, but you wasn't. And that's yeah. where I know the fire, you know, the, the fire was always in you, but, you know, I was okay with you just crossing that line. Right. Sixth or seventh, eighth place, making the finals was, was good for me for you, but you had a bigger goal and you beat him on the way out. Yeah. You beat him on the way out, man. That summed everything up. So um, anytime you race boat after the after the band, 
I didn't care if you won or not. I just wanted you to cross the line, you know, yeah. not I, injured, making I, the finals and thing like that. So I think my standard got lower because I knew what you had to go through. You know what I'm saying? I think that you were, you felt mission accomplished because we were back on the track. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? We were back out there doing it. At least least that's good enough. I don't, that didn't sit right with me. Yeah. Because I know, I knew where, I knew where I needed to be. And I needed to be at the top of the podium. Yeah. So that's what I had to work toward. People don't understand how hard you got to work. Listen, man. I athlete. I remember, look, I remember going out to the federal courthouse in Pensacola, Florida. We walked in. Number one, they wanted you to be on the track for the Olympics, but how can you mentally prepare for the Olympics when you don't know if you're going to fucking gonna run? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? The next thing, I'm sitting in the courtroom. I got my suit on. You got your suit on. You lawyered up. I look back and I hear a bunch of coming in the courtroom. with like fucking 10 lawyers. Like, this motherfucker ain't running. I know it ain't running. <laughs> <laughs> they had all the suitcases. They had all the briefcases. Like, yeah, like, 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 so let me, give, let, me give a little, let me give the audience a little backstory. So what we're talking about, what we're talking about. All of me like, nah, he ain't running. <laughs> I'm giving the audience a little backstory. So what we're talking about is when we were going, when I was going through oh, my case. God. So the four years away, we were going through my case and um, we, we've, we fought against, you know, uh, USADA and yeah. WAD at that time. And then we took them to federal court. Yeah. So my side took them to federal court. I had another and, I'm going to call it and the now. federal court was actually here in Pensacola. Nice. And then we had the case here in Pensacola. And um, that's the story where, we, where you said that we were all sitting down in suits. We were and, really, uh, we, it was happy. We were like, man, I, I feel like it happened. I was happy right up until all them right fucking lawyers walking in the courtroom. Like 10 of them. <laughs> They was like they was all they was all taking out the and they shook everybody's hands like, like they the knew fuck, they was gonna beat like you. The you, know, it, you know somebody's gonna beat you that before they beat you. They like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, right? they were shaking your hand there. Like, they came in that motherfucker like men, the men in black and shit. I'm like, all right, well he done. He not running this year. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Maybe God, the next four man. years, but it ain't gonna happen this time. Yeah, that was, oh, we were close. That was tough. It was real we close. close man. I mean, it can't, yeah, close, they spent a lot of money on that they shit. Sure you did. spent a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? I did. You spent a lot of money. They were trying to prove a point, bro. I'm honest. They were just trying to prove a point. I honestly believe you should have ran. They knew they were wrong, but if they did. Then they would have to go backwards, and you know, do diligence for everybody that they that they kind of mm-hmm. fucked over. In but that's season. why they gave me a gag order. Y'all didn't. Y'all, oh. I don't think y'all realized that they yeah. gave me a gag order from that moment because it wasn't publicized. But I I won, but didn't win. Right. I, I won because I got money from the situation. Right. Mm. So they had to pay me. And that gag order stayed on. That's not all night. And, and, and if the world knew, and if the world knew that while I was still running, it would opened up Pandora's right, box, like right, you said. Right. Yeah, and man. I didn't win because I still didn't get a chance so to, basically to run. They just they couldn't had to be let sacrificial. you win. They just they had to be exactly. sacrificial yeah. lamb, man. Yeah, yeah, Somebody, yeah. Somebody's head got a roll, man. And I, I hate that though, you know. But I was gonna say, man, as far as you getting back up there and like back on podium, the thing that just bothered me all the time was like the people who don't understand the sport was like, oh, oh, yeah, oh it's still yeah. in the system. It's still. I'm like, how many times do you pee a day? Like, come on, man. Like, let's be real. Let's be scientific and let's be real. And I yeah, never man. wanted to, I learned very early not to respond. Every now and then, because again, Instagram wasn't popping like that in 06. And you know, when you came back though, when you came back, that was when Instagram, Facebook was more like popping and more prevalent and stuff. But in some things, I was just like, oh, I let I fans got, be fans, man. I, got, I wanna, I wanna say something, but it's like it's not worth it. It may not even be real. And somebody's like fifty years old in their mom's basement eating spaghetti. Mom, <laughs> mom, <laughs> right. <the> hot pocket. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I had to, I had to learn that too, man. Um, yeah, you had to learn, you had to learn it. I mean, those were trolls before we knew what trolls were. Right, it was right, people just right. trying to command attention. Facts. You know, even and, and you don't realize it. It's not just. Uh, it's not just those fans, quote unquote, those fans. It's, it's 
journalists who do it too. They sensationalize okay. stories. Mm-hmm. Remember they had a story out that was like, oh, and they did a test on on lab rats and and and, and steroids stayed in the system for a decade. For a decade, bro. Yeah, bro. Like what are we talking about let me here? Tell you, let right. me tell you, I had to learn, I looked at it the way that I got through it is I had to look at you like you were a heel on wrestling. Cause you know that it's not real. You know that that's not the person. So when I when you crossing that finish line and winning, and I'm hearing booze, bro. I had to I had to imagine in my mind so I wouldn't get upset. Like you're a wrestler. I know the real you. You kind of almost embraced to a certain extent. I mean, I never asked you, but it always seemed like you at that point you embraced being a villain. When you shushed everybody like that, I was like, oh, this man embracing it because how many people could train as hard as you do, cross that finish line, and you hear more booze than you hear clap. I was confused, but that's the way I processed it in my mind so that I wouldn't get upset. I don't know how it was for you, Paul, but I was like, man, it's just well, weird, man. Well, at the end of the day, man, I honestly, I blocked it out. I mean, I, yeah. I didn't hear it because like he said, I was just so happy that he was back on the track. I mean, yeah. none of, none of, nothing else mattered. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, Paul, oh, let the boy run. <laughs> let the boy run, y'all. <laughs> One time, <laughs> and you know, you know that just came with the territory. That's one thing that I do know from being an athlete. Yeah. That comes with the territory. I mean, you're either going to be the guy that everybody likes or the guy that everybody hates. Yeah. You know, so um, it was like a role flip because you were kind of like America's son, and then it was like a boo. It was like as I said, it's like it's like wrestling. Like when you go from being the the favorite, I don't know what they call the favorite to like the heel, and they have like code names for like these baby face or whatever. You like the baby face and the old, oh. you know like oh four oh five to this. It's like. Complete transformation. Now you, now you the guy with the scrunchy beard. Like it's like when Hulk Hogan changed from wearing yellow and red. And then he was like NWO, bro. NWO, baby. <laughs> that came out like NWO, man. Hollywood Hulk. Yeah. Hey, but that, I mean, I felt like that. I felt like for a long time, even till now, I, it's a bad habit that I have now that I don't read articles written about I mean, me. Tell me about that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like it's always start off, no matter who writes the article, with something to do with my suspension. And that, like, for whatever reason, that overshadows any accolades that I have. Right. You know what I mean? And I felt always some type of way about reading those articles. And obviously, a lot of them hurt me. You know what I mean? Um, so I just stopped reading, period. I, I really didn't look at it. But I knew what the persona was out there that was given to me. And I knew that I was the black hat to the white hat. Right. You know? Right. And like you said, I, I just had to, had to play the role. It was either fight that and try to fight everyone on the track at the same time, which was going to stress me out, Impossible. or either Impossible. just embrace the role of being the bad guy and what the bad guys do best. They fuck shit up. Yeah. So that's why I looked at it. I looked at it. I was like, I'm coming out here to fuck shit up anyway. You, you, so you, you wouldn't believe, man. I The phone calls I would get through the rounds, I would be, you know, first of all, before you get on the line, it was like, a my heart's beat too, like I'm on the line. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Um, but through the lines, I'm, I'm relaxed. You know, I've seen you run over the years ever since we were kids. No, after the prelims, hey, what's going on with Justin, man? What do you mean what's going on? Man, he didn't look so good in the rounds. Like, chill. Like, I see, I know how you run. It's like, you can tell, you know, from a track athlete when he's on the gas, when he's off the gas. Then with you, you don't exert a lot of energy through the rounds. You know, that's what came with your maturity. You know, when you're coasting, when you're gassing. So I can tell when you're hurt, when you're injured, and when you put out through a race and what you're going to look like next round. Well, I always tell everybody, that just chill. Rounds, rounds, rounds. Just um, not to say any names, some of the younger guys, they come out and just gas in the, in the, in the prelim. Gas in the semifinals. That ain't good, man. Yeah. That ain't gay. I think later on, but you always had that. You know, you became a professional. That's what a lot of these guys do. Don't become professionals. And every race is not about the time. It's about winning the race. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I think some guys get in there and try to drop a fucking world record every race, and that ain't the case. You got to make it through the rounds, man. The rounds are brutal. And yeah. I tell people it's that, man. So funny, dog. You got your body running at... 25 miles per hour. 
I'm like, I tell people, stick your head out the window, drive 35 miles by, stick your head out the window. You know? And that's why I stress, you know, um, corrective running. Oh, Paul, can you make me fast? He knows Justin Gatlin can make you fast. No, you, you have to go corrective running first. So running at that, you know, that kind of speed, running incorrectly, you can tear something. Yeah. You know, so I just kind of want to make that connection, man. And that, that that's what I always respected about you being a professional through the rounds. Paul used to always DVR. He, I, he one thing he's not telling y'all is that he rarely watched it live. I don't know what Paul was doing. <laughs> he would never watch it live. So when I would call him, don't tell me, bro, brother, brother, I haven't watched it. I ain't at home yet, brother. Don't tell me nothing. Don't tell me nothing. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't watch it. That live, man would man. not watch it live. He yeah, watch it, but everybody else watching live and calling him, like, do not say anything. Yeah. I don't know why you. I remember, I remember one time I tried to fucking not watch it live and flash across the middle of the screen. Justin Gatlin wins the World the Olympics. Like, fuck, you know what I'm saying? Watch the TV <laughs> shit came across the bottom of the screen. Because this man wanted to pause and yeah. like play and press pause. Like he yeah. was going through. I break it down, man. I broke down, I broke down all your races, races man. For real? Yeah, I broke Heck down yeah. your races, man. This is, I, stuff, I, this is stuff that I didn't even know. Yeah, I, I, know I, I break down your races, That's man. Like, I call uh, him. He's like, so what happened was in the, at, the, at the 20 meter mark, you saw that. And I was like, dang. You know, because one thing I noticed, like when you race Boatman, it was all, if he got out, you had to pop the box on him. You know, he became you, you know, in a sense of, if you didn't, if Justin got out even behind, right behind you or even with you, you're done. You're done. So with both, it became, you had to pop the box on him. When you I beat think him, you that was the, the, that was the first real idea or, or strategy was to, I had to get out, pop the box on him. Right, right, Try right. to stay out in front. But you got to realize that what makes Bolt really good is that he has an, a high IQ when it comes to competitions, just like I do. Right. And he had a good coach, too, who could see that kind of stuff. Move. And they could see my race strategy was to pop the box, get the hell out in front of them, <laughs> and they would run that They would run that pattern and work and figure out how to be able to run me down because I would either be stagnant the last 20 meters, right? Right, right, right. So, so we're constantly swapping, like, strategy. battles and strategies, right, right, you know? Right. And it got to a point after 13... He wouldn't race me on the one-off races anymore. Right. right. So I couldn't see him nowhere in the world. The only time I could see him is one time a year in the finals. Mm -hmm. So then you have to be dedicated to whatever your race strategy is because you ain't gonna get another shot. Yeah. So I think in 17, I was injured, I had a hip flexor injury, so I couldn't really get out the blocks. Like I used to get out the blocks. Mm -hmm. And now I was like, man, fuck, what am I gonna do? Right. And then I realized early in my career, I was never really the fastest starter. Right. But I would always have top-end speed and, facts, and, and facts. run people down. Mm -hmm. So then I used to sit up at night and just watch old videos of myself. I, I literally re-studied myself. Mm -hmm. And then I started implementing that into like my daily training yeah. because I had to find balance. Right. Now I wasn't a good starter. And if I'm used to knowing being a good, a good starter, I, I lack both. Right. So I needed to work on my finish. I think people don't get realize that, you know, that you and Bo, you're the long strider. So it takes a while for you guys to get your legs under them. Yeah. And I, I always break track and field down, man, to the point where, you know, people like it's only nine seconds. There's a lot goes on in those nine seconds. A lot. I mean, I know you, you can contest in that. So what's going through your mind in those nine seconds? Because I know when I'm watching or when I was running, you know, there's a lot that goes on. There's so much strategy. People think, oh, you, what kind of strategy can you have in nine seconds? Get to the it's line. A lot. It's a lot. <laughs> That's all you know? I think. As a get going. As a, as a casual watcher, get to the line. Yeah. Get to the line. <laughs> it's a lot, man. Yeah, it's X's and O's in it. But it's, it's, I, I it's think, a lot. Yeah. I think the other thing that I say to you that I've never had a chance to say, I was you know, COVID and everything, I was, I think I was more pissed off at 2020 than I was in 08 in a sense of I knew that you were ready to do something special. I felt that one year changed everything for everybody. And I knew going in, you had felt good. We talked, 
you know, and I was like, man, I just, I wanted it to be that one, one more cap off, man, you know, for go from 04 to 20, just as your cousin, as your blood from the roots. I was like, this is, this is the perfect ending because I know you were going to play. So I knew he was going to get one, two, three. He was going to meddle, bro. I just, I felt <laughs> that in my heart. And that's why I was like, man, COVID just like really shifted everything, bro. And I was like, ah. But I, 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 think, I think going back on some stuff, man. We kind of had to stay away from each other for a while. Phone calls, meaning because yeah. I think we was always like one phone call away from fucking just blowing up on each other. Well, yeah. <laughs> so me you know and you, saying? yeah, me, all of us, yeah, oh, yeah all yeah, of us. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. For sure. Fun, you know, man. it was just times where it just you know we, but you know that's that's the beauty of friendship, I guess. You know, when you you can you can you understand hey, people. I remember we. I remember. I don't know why I remember this argument to this day, but we we was on the phone. Uh, I was at the gas station. We was arguing about. A Madden game, bro. Like a game. Do you remember this argument we had? I don't, I don't it was like remember. about Madden or something like that. Either you had the game or I had the game. I don't know what it was about. But I remember being so focused on this argument with you <laughs> that I drove up from the gas pump <laughs> with the handle still attached to the car. <laughs> I'm still oh, arguing with your ass. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> then I stopped, get out. <laughs> Take the, yeah. take the handle put it on off, the ground. put it on the ground, yeah. and I drove off. Now we do, we really do some brother stuff, bro. Like it just be like that. I'll never forget when you were in Sprint Capital. We talked about this the other day. I, was, we, me and Paul was mad at you, bro, because who was getting there? Was it me? We both had long hair. Juice is the only one that never had braids, but we had we had the long hair crew. Larry, Larry was in there. <laughs> Shout out to Larry. You know what I'm saying? And we needed our hair. One of us needed our hair braided. I don't know if it was me or you. Who needed their hair braided? I don't know which one it was. I don't know. All I know, we was in the hood somewhere in North Carolina. Oh, we needed, you did. You did. Okay, I needed. And Juice oh, God. said he was gonna come to get us, man. And he talking about running off from. He the was pump. getting a massage. Yeah, uh -huh. he was. Yeah. I guess that's what we <laughs> but, but he did not come to get us, and it was me and Paul. That's that we became very close after that. Yeah, became closer. D but Ju Juice has a different way. Um, um, I thought you wanted the Marion look, no, bro. I thought you wanted man, the puff in the back. I'm gonna tell you something else. We talking about. Thought you This man do not like to wait, but he does not like to have to wait. Yeah. So it's like me and Paul. You, you can be late. You could be late, bro. And you be like, I'm on my way, man. It's cool. If we late, where y'all at, man? I gotta go. Like we five minutes late, bro. He I, I, did not want us to even be late for this podcast today. I knew when he sent that group text us, he was like, where y'all at, man? No, like, no, 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 no. We got, no, we got no, 10 no. minutes for, we got 10 minutes before he went, and then he go pause him. Well, just, just tell me where it's at. Brother, I'm finna send yeah. you the address because yeah. the 10, nine mile and the number nine are two different things. I'm so, so I'm, like, I'm so different now than I used to be, Doug. I used I, to be so anal like that because that was like my life. I think you get, yeah, I think my you life get, was really scheduled. Married, did that, bro. Like, I, it was like that too. I think too. it did, brother, because I'm telling you I just... For me, it was just like y'all could have rolled up here at see, he, he, eleven oh seven. He he has a different way of like apologizing because like we'll really be we'll be fucking arguing on the phone. I'm like this man, come me back one more time. We're gonna fucking fight, and then you get some fucking <laughs> you get the latest Jordan show up at your fucking doorstep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get some fucking shoes at the doorstep. That is how. Like, you, oh, he'll be like, right. oh, he'll call you be like, hey man, you you wear a size twelve, right? Yeah, yeah. He just, I'm telling you, man, it's just yeah. it's just a different way, man. So it so, so definitely wasn't bad. Like no, you know what I'm saying? It came back. I love y'all, dog. I get over shit quicker. It came with perks now. I get over shit quick, but. I, I still I love y'all. So. I will say the Nike contract came with perks, but um, Jimmy Choo, hey, give me a call. <laughs> Seriously, um, Choo been talking about Jimmy Choo this whole time. No, bro. dude, I, I, that's what I got on today, man. I don't know if you oh, can smell it through the camera, but it smells real good. Oh my god! But um, like I said, with the Nike contract he had with um, Nike, definitely came with perks, bro. You it know did, what I'm saying? I appreciate a, we, all that. We, we we did on that side of things. We had a good time, man. To be as young as you were, and we had to escalate, and we were just oh god, we don't talk stunned. about it. Oh, oh you remember god. that? You remember yeah, when I got tricked out, man? Like before the first. After getting my first contract, yeah. being signed pro, my first <laughs> gift to myself was uh, a Cadillac EXT. And it was like the first year oh, it came out. Adam. 
nobody had this. Nobody had this vehicle. The only person I knew that had this vehicle was Tom Brady because they gave it to him <laughs> at the Super Bowl that same year. Right, right. So I was like, I want that. Yeah. So right. that's what I. That's what I got. So when I pulled up in that, would y'all? I was like. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sat, brother. Yeah. Cha cha. Then you got to paint it. It was like the burnt, the burnt orange, orange paint with oh, the, the twenty four yeah, with the twenty six inch rims. Even yeah. after, even after you sold it, I always just used to see it. Like, ah, yeah, memories, bro. Memories we we used thing, to go man. a yeah. lot of places and do a lot of things, man. Yeah, it, 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 it were some good times. I know we talked about a bad time. I remember we going to the um, for him magazine party, man. I remember going. Um, the family homecoming. We met the guy, um, the smart guy from um, Tina and Tamara. Oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We got we got to meet. Oh, he actually played for family, right? Homecoming was great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he yeah. played for who? Who the family played that year? Savannah Did he play for family? A, no, he played for Savannah State. He played for Savannah, Savannah State. State. Okay, I remember yeah. that. So we got then the, um, another time you came. Oh, smart guy played for Savannah. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, I remember we, that's why we went. It was Bruh, a party. Used to meet so many people. He's a smart guy. I had my R and B group, and you came back down, man. I was like, oh, he was like that. Cause y'all hear that, right? Here you go. It used to be like we come up, it pull up, be like, oh yeah, Justin. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. At that time, Paul, like I had him. He was like looking surprised, like, yeah, I got him, bro. <laughs> me, me and Ti had him, a little bro. shoulder bump at the club. No offense, though. Me had a little shoulder bump at the club. We um, but we were, I, you know, I always carried a lot of cash on me, you know. So um, we was going in the club one day. We did a lot of VIP, man. A lot, a lot of club VIP, man. It, it was cool. I mean, the ride was cool. It wasn't always bad. Oh, I'm yeah, actually kind of glad that social media, like you said, I'm gonna pause again and say I'm just glad that we, social media, you know, because oh, because a lot of stuff now, you know, we were on Facebook. It was uh, it was you had to have the college email address and whatnot like that, and you know, so when we were really like moving, it was just great to have those memories. Yeah, yeah, and not, and not like overexpose your your times when you're doing things and having a good time, man. But let's jump. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's jump back on the fact that. Micah had an R&B group. You remember this, Doc? <laughs> yeah. Or the, yeah that, that was the time that-, that What was the group? Really hold on, like, hold on. What was the group called? We were called, we were called Fam. Fam? We just called, fam? Yeah, Can like, you not know, think of something more? We, we <laughs> Y'all were kids. Like, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we called it. Justin, Mike, and Paul. <laughs> we had it and, and we were opening. We opened for like Lil Wayne and Megan Rochelle was like a group that Nathan from- uh, from Boys to Men had. So, man, that was a great- Oh, was fam, a, not like fam you. Was no, fam. Like, like fam. Okay, I mean, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, that's okay. See, I was going to get- Should I get him? <laughs> should, should I, I get, get him? him? <laughs> Rose. But no, nah, man, I think it was. I think that was the first time that Juice- You know, I've always been like little brother to both of y'all. Yeah. So I feel like that was the time when I was like, I wanted y'all to come up and see like, hey, man, we got it going. So like Juice came to- I was like, come to the concert. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, I'll come. When he saw you, he was like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like- You, you gave me on, dog. You was- you hey, doing man. a little. You I was, remember one time we went to Seville and Mike, Mike was like, Mike, you can't go in. He'll go in and Mike went to sleep in the car. We went to the club. I did do that. <laughs> I, I, look, I'll be honest, man. I just want to hang around. He boy, did that more than once because we went to a strip yeah. club before. He did the same thing. Yeah, I yeah, in yeah, the car. Yeah. I stayed in the car. Holy man. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed in the car, but yeah, I wanted to hang yeah, out with yeah, y'all, yeah, though, man. Definitely. I couldn't get in there, man. Hey, but, man he, oh, he was my like, God. How long y'all going to be? All right, cool. I'm gonna go sleep. Cause I, don't I knew go we home. Going so, I knew y'all was gonna not going right home. So I knew like there was somewhere else we were gonna go. So I'm like, I don't want to go home. Cause then I knew my mom wasn't gonna let me. If I, if I'm out, she'd be like, if you out, stay out. But if you out and come back, like that wasn't a thing. So I was like, no, I'm gonna stay right here, bro. I didn't even have <laughs> I didn't even have a phone. Like you know, that was back in the day before you had like social media on your phone. Oh yeah, you legit sleep, sleep all, bro. This is all I could do is sleep, bro. Listen, <laughs> listen. It was times I went to sleep in the car too. I went to sleep one time in the car. I was in the back. I think I forgot who we was with. We might have went out with Rod one night or. Well, it'll be a somebody like that. I mean, we hit the blocks, yeah. and I'm sleeping in the back. I'm just knocked out. No, no, don't tell, don't tell that story. <laughs> don't tell that story. 
Don't tell that story. Nah, you, don't tell the, you don't want the world to know you was no, a brawler, dog? No, no. You was no. a brawler, no. dog. Hey, I'm going to tell the story. Remember when uh, when Sean had on the pink glasses? <laughs> and we went to the, we went to the, we went to the, we went to the senior citizen party. <laughs> 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 we was like, Juice, you can stay here. Juice was like, shake your hands. Like, the old ladies. Yeah, like, and that's one yeah, thing. They, 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 they had on white diamonds. <laughs> but there's one thing, like, we, we're from like different sides of the track. So yeah, it's man. like, you know, your parents never judged me. You know what I'm saying? So that was cool. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, one thing about Justin, man, he was trying to see everybody, you know, so we would have, you would, you know, we would go to like, we go, we go in and tell to go to the club, but he had to stop by these places and see these family members. So yeah, we man, ended up man. at this party with like a bunch of old people. Dun, dun, <laughs> we had to make dun, our dun, stops, dun, man. Dun, dun, dun. I'm like, nah. And he acted like it was going to be cool, but I'm like, yeah, man, come so on. You, man, you, we yo, we, we I had to trick y'all. I had to trick y'all yeah, to even come. Going, I knew y'all weren't going to come. Paul walked out first. Paul was like, man, give me, man, tell me when he ready to go. I don't know if we're going to be talking no. to some kids or, or entertaining some old people, man. Well, I didn't well, know what the wrong was going to be, Well, first of all, first of all, I knew when we got to the door, that's why I was telling you like, hey, man, we're going to be just about 15 15 minutes and we're going to be out of here. As soon as you walk in, I started looking at your faces. You was like, not cool, bro. Not right. cool. It's time to go. Yeah, it's it's time it smelled to go. like cools and, and white diamonds. Yeah, we got <laughs> Listen, bro. My, Listen. my bracelet exploded. Listen, bro. Y'all have to be able to, 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 to be well-rounded. You know what I mean? Hang out with the old people sometimes. Yeah, man. but just give us we the heads up. No, because this is what Juice will do. He won't tell us the whole itinerary. He'll just be like, we we right, yeah. And then once we there, hey, yeah, man, I got to make a stop real quick, man. But, you know, we ain't going to be there that long. Yeah, yeah. We know your mannerisms too, Juice. We talk about you on the phone. Like, when you be like, so, so, are we talking <laughs> oh, yeah, to Juice? Yeah, yeah, Let me yeah. tell you. Let me what you going to do. Uh, when it's time for the phone call to end, he got something else to do. he get quiet. Be like, yeah, yeah, man. So, um, so what you finna do? What you finna do? What you finna do? Yeah. He starts speaking like that. I'm like, all right, man, I'll talk to you later, Juice, man. Listen, bro, I don't know how to end phone calls, okay? I don't so know I, how to I, So if you phone. ever had a conversation with this man <laughs> and he had said to you, hey man, what you finna do? Everybody. He's, he's ready to get off the if phone. If he asks you, what are y'all about to do? That's code for, I'm about to do to something else. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to. Everybody go, has got go, that. So, so, so what's the plan? That means he don't really have a plan. He don't really want to go. But if we, if we find something to do, then he'll go. But it's like, yeah, yeah, man. So what's the plan? What are we going to do? And we'll talk, but we've already talked about it. He'll be like, man, man, so what y'all finna do? That means he has something else that he I, wants I, to I, do. I, 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 pull, I pulled that on you guys in New York, though. You did? You did. I pulled that in New York yeah, on you guys. Yeah, I, yeah. I think but we were But you kind of like soft pitch it, though. Like, I know. No, I, 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 I didn't soft pitch nothing. We was in the club. I don't know what we were doing. <laughs> I just know we had a, um, a fucking bottle of Grey Goose. It was like five feet tall. I remember the Grey Goose bottle being almost taller than me. Had a bunch of cranberries. I don't know what, what club were we at in New York. And I don't know. I got so drunk, I just walked out and got in the cab. I didn't even tell the guy where to take me. I just got in the cab. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then, um, I went to sleep and then I got that knock on the door. Don't touch me. Yeah, but so you, listen, New I'm York was crazy. We New York had, was crazy. We talked about the podcast and we said with things we were gonna talk about, things we weren't gonna talk about. And I knew you were gonna allude to that. <laughs> so I'll just talk about it myself. I just I just had a good time and I, I had a little bit too a, a bit of a, a too much of a good time and and I was trying to make it back upstairs. I couldn't make it back upstairs. This was, this was a long time ago. This was, you know, but uh, but we made it. Yeah, we did. We, we, we have did. a story we to did. tell. And, we'll and leave I, it right there. Yeah. We'll leave it right there. That, we we right here there. now. We here now. <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> I'm breathing. Like <laughs> right, we've, we've right. had some uh, some dude. Where my, where's my car? Uh, no, right, yeah. Some you know the movie like The Hangover and stuff right, like right, that. I mean, right. it, it was real, man. We had some we had some really fly by times, man. And I think it's great now that. We see like your dad and Uncle Jerome, and they're sitting and they're talking and they're telling their stories and they just laughing. Like we're getting to that point now, all of us being dads, yeah, yeah, you know, and and being blessed to make it as far as we have. Now yeah. we can just sit here and just talk about like, man, 
made it through that. I I, th- I think you guys were like kind of taught me to be more mild mannered, you know, from like you know people. You know, maybe they're telling lies or maybe they're just making up stuff or whatever and just reacting off just, you know, people may say something to you or maybe, you know, just road rage, anything. Just right. you guys are like a different side of me that, you know, it's okay to be mild-mannered and relaxed. And I think that helps me grow, grow, um, help me grow up, you know. We got a couple more friends that, you know, it's not here today, but um, they, they didn't come. But we, you know, we make sure somebody got home. We were all out together. Yeah. We text each other, hey, man, I made it in the house. You know, he never dropped me off and I just walked in the house and got him seeing the door closed behind me, you know, vice versa. You know, that's one that's one thing that we always did for each other. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I agree. Um, Paul was the enforcer though. If it was ever finna go down <laughs> in the club or anywhere, dog, like Paul was ready. Yeah, man. But Paul you know, was ready and, we, we, and we change, we get better, you know. Okay. <laughs> I, I think we all brought something to the the friendship. We should you know we should saying? definitely have a moment in the podcast where we just show some of our club outfits, brother. Oh from, God, from oh, over God. time, dog. Because well, I, during I those times, I can make, times, that, happen. Dog, I can make like, that happen. Listen, we need to do that because over time, you see like fashion and stuff, how things change, man. But we we would go in, man. I used to love it. Like on uh, um, Fridays, I, I would always go with Paul. I would, we were gonna come out with new shoes. Paul looked out for everybody, man. You looked out for everybody. So that's why I said, man, as a as being a little brother, as a younger brother, man, I just like. That was the fun part. I was yeah, like, man, we finna, we finna go out and have a good time, man. So now, we here now. So how'd y'all feel when it was time for me to retire? Like when I was like, hey, y'all, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and hang it up. Relieved. You felt relieved? Relieved, yeah, definitely. I mean, relieved because, I mean, the, the pressure is gone. I mean, I think that um, it was time to get out. I mean, we came into now. I mean, I, I hate to say that. It was a good time for you to leave because it only gets worse. I mean, right now, LeBron James... I feel it's hard for that dude, man. You know, you can never do nothing right. Tom Brady, you can never, out of all Tom Brady did, look at him now. It's like, oh, we knew he wasn't that good or he did to, he, come on, man. It's, but he's still, he's, and he's still playing well, but it's just not we all, at the level that people expect. We always think, point you know? out what everybody's doing wrong from the great things that they've yep. done. You know what I'm saying? So I think, with that being said, right now, you look at Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp, I love the show, but right now it's just like, that's what's selling. Anybody that can criticize, who's quote unquote the best or used to be the best or whatever. And it's like, it's trinkling down. Yeah. And it's you know? not necessarily a chink in the armor. It's just, it's just aging over time, man. You know, you said that. You've mm-hmm. said that multiple times that there's an expiration date on athletes and how well they can perform at a consistent level. Right. right. And at that time, man, it's just like you want to achieve what you've achieved. And when we think about it, man, I, I stopped and thought, I was like, what else does he have to prove? Mm-hmm. I don't think, I'm fine with it because I don't think that you have anything left to prove to anybody. I feel like you can you can go off with your head held high. You can continue to inspire the next generation of runners, do your podcast, talk to people. I mean, you are a voice of track and field. You should be. He should be a voice of track and field. It's time for some new blood be out on the track <laughs> speaking about track and field. I'm not naming no names, but you should bring in some people who are just freshly off the track and have that opportunity. I'm going to sip my tea on that. <laughs> because we want to see some new people. We don't want to see, you know, it's time. Look, I love Lee Corso. I love all those people. Man, but even then, even then, it's like let's shift, let's have some fresh perspectives, and you have fresh perspectives. So again, you ask the question, I'm gonna say I'm fine with it, bro. I'm looking forward to your next chapters of what you do as a dad, a husband, um, just a philanthropist, because you give back, and let's not forget that you have given back to Pensacola. We did have a Justin Gatlin running wild invitational track team, so, track team. So I mean, you've done that, and you continue to do that. So, bro, I'm I'm riding with you, bro. We were riding when it started, and uh, we riding now, bro. Yeah, no, I, feel, I, I feel like bad boys for life or something, man. I'm say something <laughs> like that. You know? and another thing is just like, you know, it's just track and field, man. I think we have to like save our sport. You know, even though I didn't run professionally, 
I'm a fan of Usain Bolt. I'm a fan of Justin Gatlin. But I think that these guys are running well, but when they don't break world records, there's no credit. Yeah. You know, I hate that about our sport, man. You know, I mean, you get out there and you run 10-8, that's, that's flying. That's flying. But when you look at a world record or you look at how many times you sub 10 and things like that, we look at like, oh, well, well, he did this. You know, um, um, you know, I think we have to get away from that because we set the bar so high. When actually, like you say, things only come around, you know, like you and both, those, those will come around with every 10, 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You asked us how we feel. How do you feel? <laughs> I mean, talking retiring? to us. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've, you've hinted, but we sitting here talking, both of us, because, you know, most of the time you got to talk to one of us at a time. We don't really talk at the same time. But like, um, I'll say the pros and cons of it. So a pro is my body don't feel like shit anymore. You know, like I was constantly, I was working every day. Yeah. Like, right. like I remember telling me pretty that. much like, Five days to six days a week, just physically working every day, running, training, lifting, doing extra shit on the side to make sure I'm always ahead of everybody, you know? Um, it got taxing, got tiring, especially like during the COVID time. Yeah. You know, for me, it was like, we couldn't go into gyms. We couldn't even go into tracks. So we had to find like retention ponds to run around, patches of grass, <laughs> just Damn. to even try to stay in shape. You wow. know what I mean? So... I think that kind of like sparked the the idea in my mind. It was like, yeah, it's about that time to land yeah. this plane, you know? Uh. So, but I think I have some cons as well. So being in a sport that always gave me like fire, the intensity, like I search for that now. I don't have it. I don't have that thing that kind of like gives me that drive, right, you know? Right, right, definitely. Yeah. So it's like something that's missing. Um, it's days I wake up and be like, man, I, I still could do this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And every days I wake up and be like, I'm cool. So I think I'm still kind of like eternally, emotionally fight back and forth with it. But I don't think that I made the wrong decision. So you know what I mean? Let me ask you this though. I always say that, you know, nothing against any athlete, but you know, a lot of athletes like to go out on their backs. You know, they like to go out there like they're down their shield. You know, you went out at a good time. Relatively high. You know I what I'm saying? I feel we went out high. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, what do you think about athletes that go out on their shield, though? You know, because um, I, I feel like, you know, just since Conte Roger, I still think he's the best. Let me to add that. But, you know, I think he goes up, you know, maybe potentially lose or win against Mike Tyson and, he, and he's done. You know? I think as an athlete at a high level, you're always thinking of yourself at that level. Right. You're always going to be here in your mind, you right, know? right. So when that time comes where you start moving slower, running slower, you know, um, that it, it's kind of like, a, it's surreal. Like you don't really think it's happening. You, you start thinking that everything else is a reason why. Oh, I wasn't really that focused or I ain't really been doing the extra training I used to do. When in essence, it's just like, I remember my coach telling me, you'll know when it's time to retire because your mind and your heart will not be as involved. Right. Physically, right. you still could do it, but your mind and your heart won't be as fiery for it. Like, right. ah, I got to get it. You know, so I started feeling that. I started feeling like, man, you know, 
I wasn't excited to go on trips anymore like I used to. I used to have my bag packed two days in advance. <laughs> like, let's go. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. I'd be watching the plane land on the tarmac like, all right, we here. We're about to fuck some shit up. Let's go. <laughs> and I got to a point where I'll be going to meets and it'd just be like seeing the same people, seeing yeah. the same venue, seeing the same track. Yeah, it just became yeah. more Twilight Zone like, all right, I'm just here. So that fire kind of just started to dim. And then winning and losing started to not, started to be a little more hazy. Mm. Like the feel of it. Like I was like, hold on. No, hell no. I'm not okay with losing. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And then when I started feeling that way, it made me realize like, it's time for me to close this book. Yeah. yeah. So I, I needed that. I, I think, you know, a lot of like, I remember one time he told me he was jet lagging. Um, I think we need to get, really get into getting more, um, more um, venues in the state, man. In state. You used you know, to go that, that a lot of places, gruesome, dog. Man. You were overseas way more. Only thing as a as a cat, well, I don't want to say casual, but I'm not an athlete like you are. Only things that I can say is Prefontaine, Penn. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Right off the top of my head, I know there's yeah. Florida realized, but I, like that's yeah. what I think of. We're talking about the guys making. We're talking about money, though. We're right, to but I'm just saying, like, money, I, don't, I can't I mean, even say what I know that's in the United States consistently where people can go at you know different times and like really see these running it's only like three go to I mean I mean if you if you're using Olympic trials or nationals that's always a staple it's oh, always yeah. gonna be there but yeah. you know like you said you got Penn you got um Prefontaine and then Every so often, for whatever reason, you'll have New York and then not have New York. Class, and then right. New York yeah. come back. You <laughs> know what I mean? Right. So, and then change the name. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, you got yeah. Boston too. But okay. I mean, like they're not, they're not as premier as like you said, like an audience will be able to know. Right. Like, oh, that's a that's a, a real meat that's state. But but I know? don't think it's because the tickets wouldn't sell. I don't know what's up with that. I mean, I think we have a you know a, a huge following for track and field. I mean, we can go down States. this rabbit hole, it'll take us down for a whole another hour, but that's another episode that <laughs> yeah. we can work on. Right. But <laughs> It's different. I'm going to leave it like this. It's different because track and field is such an individualized sport uh, that has so many individuals doing things simultaneously mm -hmm. that it becomes confusing. And then you have people who tear athletes of how important they are, right? Right. Okay. So let's just use football as an example, right? Or you can use basketball. Like the star usually is going to be what? The point guard, right? The quarterback or receiver, right? But in track, it's always the sprinter. But since we all individuals, everyone focuses on that and don't worry about the hammer throw oh, okay. or the javelin that. throw. But not necessarily the sprinting on sale is just it's trying to... Things. But the thing is, they don't package it correctly. And what happens is what they need to do is they need to create teams mm. or if they want to call them clubs for whatever reason, they create those. Everyone has an important role on that club or team because now it's about scoring points. Right. So the javelin thrower is just as important as a sprinter, and a hurler is just as important as a thrower, and mm. a pole vaulter is just as important as a long jumper gotcha. because those points are going to matter. Right. right? It's just like, well, it's just like, like high school. It's just like college. college. Yeah. yeah. But for whatever reason, we don't adopt that and yeah. really take that into effect, especially in America, because America is all about teams. Yeah. That's really is about. Yeah. You mean you have those one-off individuals like Tiger or Serena. But when you think about it, like you love the you love the Bulls because you love Michael Jordan, you love the Lakers because you love Kobe or LeBron. Facts. But right. they need the team to be who they were, Facts. you know. So Facts. I think that we look at track and field so different, and it's older, and it needs to have a new facelift. That's how I feel. Gotcha. But that's a, that's the a topic we can talk about next time. Hey man, I appreciate. I look, man, it's been great just to see here, bro, and to be able to really chop it up. I know all these cameras are here. This is very different. 
you know, <laughs> to try to have our regular conversations and be like, no, I want to say this, it, I want to say this, I want to say I was that. born for the camera. Uh, I, yeah. Um, you know, anybody that want to reach out for some sponsorships or need a host on the show, Are you gonna I'm say available. Instagram? You going to put your Instagram out there? Oh, yeah. Super do it one. Um, I, have a, I have a son too, man. He's... um. He, he's um he's, he's a better side Instagram. of me, man. He's a better side of me, man. He's on TikTok. You just Google oh, Super Do It one or on TikTok or Instagram, man. And I just smile when I think about that dude, man. I got three kids, but um all of them are special, man. But I'm kind of pushing him right now because he's the oldest boy, man. I see a lot of myself in him, but also the mannerism of, of, of Justin, man. This is his goddad right here, man. Takes really good care of him, man. So that's that's the bond that these guys are. Still looking out for um my kids and we're looking out for each other's yep. kids, man. And that, that's yeah, that's, sure. that's, that's what that's what we big A's coming. That's what that's what's important about us, man. It's not even about us anymore. Nope. This is yeah, a, just we, it's crazy, that. right? We it's are so not crazy. we are not the main attraction, though, right? Right, right, it's right. Like our right. kids. I have a six year old daughter. Uh man, this is my world and and teaching and and ministering and you know my life has has really changed for the better. And but I know how to walk with kings, but not lose the common touch. Right. I, I understand it's important to still be real, you yeah. know, and have these real conversations, and not let people try to put you on some kind of a pedestal where you can't have open conversations. Right. And be right. a great dad and be a great great friend, and not not feel any kind of way, man. Y'all y'all have always done that for me, kept me grounded, man. And I this is like I said, we talk about the next chapter. It's a great thing, you know, because now it's now it's our children. Yeah, you know? exactly. I, I you know. Uh, I popped it off with Jace. I closed the gate. Yeah, yeah. So far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> with Jax. But I mean, they've just, you know, I, you know, kids, man, they bring something different to the table. You know, becoming a father was, um, I think, so vital because it helped change something about me as well. You know, and watching you, both of y'all have kids and like watching something change in both of y'all, you know, like it it made me it made me proud to see you like evolve into like loving caring fathers who love their kids who's around their kids and do anything for their kids from the point where we were young jits running around didn't care about nothing but ourselves you yeah, know what man. i mean so it yeah it definitely makes you not be so me 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 yeah for sure yeah, yeah. so once again man i appreciate y'all coming on the show this will be the you, last man. time yeah man and um I love y'all, man. Love you too, Y'all my brothers, you, man. Y'all my brothers. I know we're going to have more laughs, more jokes. Hopefully not as many fights in the future. <laughs> All right. And, right, uh, Ain't as much to fight about, bro. Yeah. Right. Not that <laughs> much. Oh, what are we going to fight if about? It, hey, if anything, we call each other. Guess what this motherfucker is <laughs> Like, think about right, it. What right, is there to right. fight about at this point? Yeah, it was, yeah. It's, it's been, it's, yeah, it's it's been a ride, man. It's true. You know, it's, it's definitely been a ride. You but, know? Uh, but uh, uh, Sir Micah, will you uh, either take us out? On this uh, episode of Ready, Set, Go with either a little melody because you got the vocals mm. or either you're going to hit us with a prayer because you got the spiritual side as well. Oh, man. Give me one of the two. Uh, I don't even know what to think, what to sing, man. Um, your dreams ain't easy. You got to stick by your plan. To go from boys to men, you must act like a man. It gets hard, y'all. But just grab what you know, stand up tall and don't you fall, you will know, you will know. You read that from Jason Lee? Sexual chocolate. <laughs> Sexual chocolate. Hit him, with the, hit him with the Instagram. Hit him with the, hit him with the tags, oh, man. man. I'm um, at MJR underscore speaks. Um, I'm a minister, motivational speaker. I'm a teacher. I've been teaching high school music. 
uh, for 13 years now, man. I know, I know, I just look this young and look this good, but uh, <laughs> y'all can follow me. Uh, my again, my life is just you know my world, my my ministry, and my daughter. So I mean, you, my my Instagram ain't that exciting, uh, but uh, and I try to put some motivational things on there and just keep us all abreast of what really matters uh, is having the presence of God, the peace of God, the joy of God in your life. So my my tag is super do it one or super do it two on TikTok and Instagram, but it's super then do it d u i t. I'm the oldest, but look the youngest. I have the less gray of the group, so we're good on that. You see that, man? (laughs) I had to throw that in there. (laughs) Yeah, throw it out there, He was on his phone talking about, it just looks like a gray, but it's a shadow. Before we started the the podcast. Same, boy. (laughs) Well, you ain't got that that wisdom yet. That's what all that is, man. You might be right. You can keep that wisdom. You can keep it. A couple more years. Hey, man, I appreciate, like I said, y'all coming out. Everyone listening, tuning in. Tune into the next episode. We love y'all. Ready, set, go. We out. Jimmy Choo. Call me.